Hi, and welcome to Embark, where we like to have conversations about having better conversations. Anyway, we're all about the communication here. I'm Liz Solar, and I'm going to jump into the fray and join in on the discussion on AI or artificial intelligence. It's been in the news a lot and is probably on a device you already own. Correction, AI is certainly on a device you own. So we have ChatGPT doing everything from writing a novel, but is it really, to passing the bar and litigating cases? But is it really, and is it doing a good job? Take the New York lawyer who cited several bogus lawsuits to bolster his case, using AI to help write his court filing. And the guy, quote-unquote, fact-checked his bad information using the same AI technology. Did he not understand he could check out his sources on Google? I mean, I need to use at least a two-step verification to get into my own email, so, uh, yeah. Quoting one of my favorite writers, Mark Twain, The report of my death has been greatly exaggerated. Now, the same thing can be said about the demise of real human actors in creative pursuits, whether it's writing or lawyering or, I don't know, operating on a person. We still need people behind all that. In fact, an AI voice starts with a human being. It's just a library of sounds and consonants and sentences that are strung together and manipulated in different ways, so we get different narratives depending on what we're looking for. Maybe it's an audiobook or maybe it's a commercial. But we'll get back to that. In my industry, in voiceover, there is a bit of hand-wringing about talent losing their careers to AI voices. Still, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic about the use of human voices in conjunction with AI in voiceover world, and in fact, the use of human beings in any creative endeavor. Now, since there's an upside to almost everything, let's talk about AI in the ways that it's useful. So if you're a writer, and say you're writing something like a novel, and say it's 400 pages, and you're trying to get clarity around ideas and organization and plot, ChatGPT can put you in that headspace where you get all that organization behind you, and then you can concentrate on your artistry, on your creativity. So it's a a nice way to set you up for success in that way. For people in voiceover world who have already put together an AI library of their voice, that can be a real lifesaver. An audio producer who needs you to do a pickup on a piece of audio that you've done, and you're either out of town, you're on vacation, perhaps you have a bronchial infection. That happens in life. Now they have something to draw from so they can get a great match of your voice and be able to save a project. And that makes the client happy, right? And that's what we're always after. Now, the downside of that is really a matter of usage, and there have been some cases, more than a few, and you can read about them in certain places, I'll put that in the liner notes, of voices that have been stolen. Some of that was used in nefarious ways, but in any event, without the talent's permission, which means without paying the talent either, so the talent's hit in a couple of different ways, which can do huge damage to anyone's reputation because you don't want to be uh, out there perceived saying things that you would not ordinarily say. Which brings me to another 
landmine is that the manipulation of some of this voice AI can be really dangerous. Take it out of the voiceover industry completely, and let's just talk about world events. This past week, there was some bogus audio and video of Vladimir Putin. And with our presidential election coming up in 2024, we're going to have to be vigilant about what we watch and what we hear. And hopefully there will be some kind of regulation or labeling of what is AI material and what is real live human material. There are sure to be occasions when it will be really tough to tell what is the real thing and what is some manipulated AI. So stay tuned. In the meantime, back to more mundane matters, uh, many people will appreciate the cost-effectiveness of AI, whether it's written material or recorded voice material. Potential clients will employ those AI voice libraries, which have been recorded by real humans, by the way. Some of these libraries are very good. Apple, for instance, has some great-sounding AI voices, at least for the 30 seconds I listen to their samples. But can one listen to 10 or 12 or 15 hours of those voices on, say, an audiobook that has a series of tonal changes, shifts in character and point of view? Anecdotally, several voice talents have reported that they've lost long-term phone IVR or e-learning and training projects to an AI voice library. Still, in the words of a fabulous speaker and writer, Catherine Johns, I'm going to double down on being human. The human voice has a voice print, just like a fingerprint. Our voice is unique to us. Synthetic voices, well, one could be used by hundreds of companies for thousands of applications. And who wants to sound like everyone else? Language is quirky. It's filled with abbreviations, acronyms, regional pronunciations. I'm from Massachusetts. We get a good laugh hearing out-of-staters pronounce names of places like Worcester and Kachichuit. Don't even get me started on what it takes to correctly and naturally pronounce medical and pharmaceutical words. Those polysyllabic words are going to kill you. Lengthy editing and manipulation have to go into making that audio sound like a real person who sounds like they inhabit those spaces and are familiar with the surroundings, landmarks, and products that they're talking about. No matter how slick production values are, AI voices are not entirely human. They lack the pitch changes, pacing, and human anatomy that creates the humanness of voice. My good friend, speaker, trainer of speakers, and voice actor advocate Kirsten Rourke points to the performance aspect of what we do. You can hear our recent conversation on Embark, where we talk about AI, how to make learning fun, and also uh, maybe a wine recommendation or two. I'll put that link in the liner notes of today's episode. Anyway, emotional human connection and authenticity are words we often use when we talk about how we want to travel in the world. What can be more connected and authentic than the sounds of our own human voices conveying emotion to another person? It's naive and unrealistic to ignore the rise of AI in our world, deny its usefulness and our growing comfort with it. 
But for now, I'm going to keep it real and double down on being human. If you like what you hear on Embark and you want to get into the conversation on AI, feel free. Get in touch at Liz at LizSolar.com. I appreciate it if you share this episode with a friend. Tell a few people about it on social media and please subscribe. Next week, we're going to hear from one of the best writers you've never heard of on Embark. Till we meet again, thanks for listening.